What are you talking about? Hell no. Uh-uh. That ain't gonna fly. Facts, homie. Straight facts. I just want to keep it real. It's all I know. Fake news? Uh-uh. Why would you do that? Exactly where did you get that from? Nah, can't believe it. Man, you gotta come with some papers. You got to show papers on that. This is it, man. This is the start. This is the start. Yeah, man, this is how it's gonna start. It, yes, man, real spiel. This is how it's gonna start. The show starts. Huh? Yes, man, the intro. Real spiel. Real spiel. Yes, real. Hearing yourself is kind of weird. Yeah, sometimes I hit the sound of my own voice. Uh, all the time for me. Oh, you need to work on that. <laughs> my voice sounds great sometimes. Not yeah, there. I made a video yesterday because my hair was all wavy after I took it out of braids, and uh, so I just like made a little video. It sounded alright then, but most of the time, if I'm watching somebody else's like story or something, I'm in. I hate it. <laughs> yeah, I saw the video of you taking your French braids out. It's cute. <laughs> my hair never been wavy like that before. <laughs> I might have to do that like every Friday now. You said your hair had never been wavy like that before? Had you never put it in braids? No girl ever like braided your hair in high school or something just playing in your hair or something? Well, nah, I used to just buzz cut my hair. Uh, I buzz cut my hair for like eight, ten years now. Oh, wow. Yeah, as long as it's been since like, <laughs> since I cut it off freshman year of high school. Damn, kid. So, nah, no one ever wanted to play with my hair. They always just said, oh, you look like a skinhead, or, oh, you're a cancer patient. Like, that's not a funny thing to joke about, but they still would. You know how high school is. Yeah, no, it's not a funny thing to joke about, but I've said it before. But, yeah, so I finally, like, a year and a year ago, I decided to uh, start growing one out. And now I'm going to grow it, I think, until it's long enough to donate. That's dope. I think that's what I'm going to do, unless I get sick of it first and, like, make an irrational decision. Yeah. But uh, now that's the plan. Good for you, bro. That's dope. Yeah, no, I um, started growing my hair out about a year and a half ago, too. It was the longest it's been since I was a kid. But I definitely like the long hair look, too. And I haven't had any complaints at work or from the ladies. Yeah. Luckily, I'm behind the camera at work, so it doesn't matter what my hair or beard or mustache look like mm. but uh you definitely got a face for radio and podcasting bro yeah yeah I'm not pretty for pretty enough for the TV I know it. it's alright wow <laughs> they're going for your look nowadays man oh you know the generic white guy look no the hipster or homeless <laughs> look <laughs> combine them together you know? yeah the Rick Rubin look yeah exactly. exactly dude I wish I was Rick Rubin who doesn't? Mm-hmm. I wish I was rich enough to not be able to just give a fuck <laughs> right. about my appearance or what people thought about it. Like tattoo my face and hands because I know I don't need need to have a steady job. Oh, just the love. And people look at you as some type of spiritual guru, some type of <laughs> musical outlet for when they need their muse or whatever. Like they just go to him for whatever. Oh, I need rehab. I'm going to go to Rick Rubin. Oh, you know, I'm really struggling with this beat. I'm going to go to Rick Rubin. <laughs> I'm really struggling with this concept. I'm going to go to Rick Rubin. Like, he's just there. I don't know. He's like the hip-hop slash music in general um, version of, what's that dude, Dalai Lama? 
The Dalai Lama. He is. He's the musical Dalai Lama. <laughs> yeah. What does he do? He's what? Producer? Yeah. Famous producer. Uh, composer, I think. I think because I'm sure he plays music. So. Yeah, probably. Has to. Since he has all the free time in the world when he's, he's not producing music. And he's like 60, isn't he? He's not young. Yeah, he's not young. Look up how old Rick Rubin is. I'm guessing 60. Unless he's just like Benjamin Button, but the opposite. So he looks, he looks old, but he's young. But he's not young. No, nah, he's 55. Whoa, look at that beard, man. Strong beard. If I just saw Rick Rubin walking down the street for one, I wouldn't know it was Rick Rubin. Because I would forget. I would just be like, damn, he looks like Hagrid. <laughs> He's like, here's some change, dude. You probably need it. And then it's fucking Rick Rubin. <laughs> the disrespect. <laughs> Does he even have an IG? <laughs> I don't know. No, nah, no disrespect to Rick Rubin. Like, I'm saying, what if somebody actually did that, though? I'm sure people have. <laughs> All the respect in the world, though. But, I mean, he lives in L.A. People know. Then what if someone ran up on him and was like, are you Rick Rubin? And then he pulled out a cardboard sign and was like, Please help as much as possible just to get off of that shit. He could, he's one of the few celebrities that really can just shroud themselves in secrecy and Hide in the crowd. I don't know how tall he is, though. Might be a little too tall. I try to think about that sometimes. Like, if I could be famous, and I don't know if I could take a picture with every person who asked for one. Don't. You don't have to. Yeah, but can you imagine how many times a day famous people get asked for pictures? 
It's probably not as much as you think. It depends on the level of celebrity, you know? Because some celebrities are so famous that people are afraid to approach them. True. And then you have the ones that are in that middle ground that only people who know them for their art are the ones going up to them. So it's not that many people, really. So. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I just can't imagine, like, there's probably some athletes that people are like, oh, can I get your picture? Can I get a picture? Or, like, did Drake put a picture on Instagram the other day and there's a dude in the background just snapping the pic? Yeah, being Drake has to be tough. Being Drake has to be tough. Being LeBron has to be tough. Like, you can't even go to the grocery store. Yeah, no, you can go to the grocery store. Yeah, being LeBron is tough. Jay-Z is probably a little tough being Jay-Z. Yeah. Beyonce, on the other hand, I would imagine, she probably gets crowds of females, crowds of teenage girls. I'd say crowds of men, too. Approaching her? I don't think so. Out in public? Are they ever out in public? I don't know. I doubt it. They probably got people to go out in public for them. Damn. That's crazy thing. I don't want to get to that level of not being able to handle my own shit with personal assistants that have to bank for me and do my shopping for me and I have to send out with the to-do list. Yeah, no, I'm good off that. Ever. That's way too much autonomy in one person's hand. Like paparazzi always after you? I wouldn't want that. I'd mm. want to be that mid-tier celebrity if I was a celebrity. Yeah. I want to be like a road comedian level of celebrity. Only the people who appreciate me know me i won't be like amy schumer to where i'm in everybody's face and then people start to hate me because i'm always in your face <laughs> yeah or that point kevin hart's starting to get to with some people i like kevin hart but a lot of people don't like all these movies it's a lot he works a lot it's a lot and it works hard that's crazy that too like doing all that work is crazy but he makes the money like it's crazy to think about lol network the movies, the stand-up. All the running stuff. Yeah, the athletic stuff. So, yeah, he's a beast. It's crazy. I saw Jamie Foxx, like, promotes shades now. So, he does. He owns a, a shades company, sunglasses company. I can't pronounce because it's some French bullshit. Oh, shades. I thought you meant, like, blinds for a second for a window. <laughs> That'd be the real joke. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me, though. Like, I think Nas invested in, like, a doorbell company or something. Nas, is, they said, is going to be the first hip-hop billionaire. Other than Dr. Dre, I guess. What about Puffy, man? No, I'm talking about off some investments, because some company he had a percentage of stock ownership or something like that in went public or something. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, he invested in a doorbell company and made $40 million. Nas. I wish I could do that, like... I wish I had the money to just give to a doorbell company. Yeah, I don't have enough money for people to come approach me about stuff. We we got to come up with the ideas for people to come approach us with money. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I mean, I, I can't really add anything to <laughs> it. was it. like a boom hour, yep. Mm-hmm. From King of the Hill. Yeah. But no, nah, um, did you hear about the Hell Gates open at the White House? The, the sinkhole? You mean Melania's escape route? Yo, they, they were like, somebody was like, yo, why, why'd you give up Melania like that? That's her way out. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Nah, that's the North Koreans. 
They're digging a hole from where they are coming to talk that real shit. Maybe, you know, Mother Earth is like, mm, we don't need this house and all the people in it anymore. Mm, I think it's Jack Johnson coming back to say thank you. <laughs> <laughs> he punched a hole through the earth. <laughs> yeah, Jack Johnson, uh, Trump pardoned Jack Johnson too. So that all happened within a two-week stretch of one another. Did they explain why the sinkhole happened? It's Man, sinkholes are scary. I know they happen in Florida. I mean, they just they just happen. Like you don't know when it's going to happen. They just happen. And DC's built on garbage. That's why they're scary. Because like, you could literally just be sitting in your house and a sinkhole opens on your house. Yeah. You're fucking gone. It's just the Earth swallowing you. That might be one of the scariest natural disasters. Just the Earth deciding to swallow you. It doesn't help that DC is basically built on like a landfill. On a swamp. Yeah. Yeah. This girl was explaining it to me. She works in construction, and she said they have to spend extra time excavating this dirt to clean it up, or some shit. Like yeah. D, what they talk about when water the water level rises, like DC, uh, most of DC will be under, like underwater, because it's literally low and on a swamp. Yeah, that's why it smells like shit when mm-hmm. it starts raining around here. And what is that green stuff? We talked about that yesterday. That green stuff around the water. Uh, we're breathing it in. We're breathing it in. This yeah, we breathe in everything. This is one of those cities that's like begging the citizens, the people, to leave. Just with so many people being here in terms of all the population density. Like, you can barely drive because there's so many fucking pedestrians. Dude, they're not begging people to leave. They're trying to get more people here. They're trying to lure Amazon HQ2 here. No, I mean the environment. Oh. I mean the city itself, the way it's built and the yeah. way it's constructed. Oh, I thought you meant just, I was like, damn, they're trying to get 50,000 extra jobs here. Oh, no. That's going to be terrible. Can you imagine that happens? Oh, the traffic. Gonna happen. Oh. It's going to happen. People are coming, but just the natural environment itself. Every city pretty soon is going to be like LA. It'll be super cities. Yeah. The Midwest, there will be no one. Yep. And big cities will just be humongous. Every city is going to be like Mexico City. It's like 23 million people. Yeah, way too big. Way too many people. It's not going to be big. <laughs> There's going to be way too many people. It's all on top of each other. It's going to build it higher and higher. It's yeah, top well, other. actually, you know, the fertility rate is like the lowest in the U.S. It's been in 30 years. Mm. So, you know, maybe if the birth to death rate changes a little bit, maybe. It's maybe. a good thing. People are eating like shit, so the men are shooting weak loads because they got low tests. Well, that and, you know, if you keep your phone in your front pocket, like, that radiation is always right there. Yeah. You got the radiation from the phones on your boss. All the hormones in the food are messing with with it. Yes. It's a lot of things. Trans fats. I think cell phones are a big reason that there's a higher level of, like, craziness in the earth today. Yeah, you talked about that. Do you opt out every time you go through the Oh, nah. Scanner? I should, but... So you're not a true believer. Fuck it. Yeah, you're not a true believer. I'm always in a rush, you know? I hate going through security at the airport. So it's like, it's like, fuck it, just just go ahead. You just don't like when they molest your dick? Nah, one time in high school, man, I got patted down by a cop. And, like, I watched everybody else I was get patted down. Their privates got patted, like, twice. This man grabbed my shit like 11 times. Yeah, like, you know when they reach through and they pat? Did you get a vibe? This man passed me like 11 times. I was like, bro, really, man? I just Maybe watched you do. Maybe he felt something there. Yeah, my dick. That's what he felt. Felt a nice meaty hog. 
felt my balls in my fucking dick. That's he just didn't believe it was that big. He's like, come on, this kid isn't packing like that. Let me check. Nah, bro, it was uncomfortable. It was weird. Let me check one more time. I watched everybody else get patted twice. I got patted that many times. <laughs> yeah, I understand the double tap, but damn, he patted you. Come on, really? He patted you 11 times? It like? I mean, it might be exaggerating, but it was definitely like at least six. Damn. Like, I saw everybody else get the one, two. Mine was like, one, two, three, four, five, six. Like, I was like, bro. I ain't got shit. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry I'm laughing at your um, traumatic experience. Was he an older man? I don't remember. High school was a while ago. That <laughs> was a lot of weed ago. <laughs> Yo, um, I was listening to Alexa this morning, give her my briefing, and she said on this day in U.S. history, 1868, Andrew Johnson, we talk about... Um, fucked up douchebag presidents Andrew Johnson and Andrew Jackson both douchebag presidents but he won an impeachment proceeding by one vote <laughs> on this day in US history this is the president after Lincoln was assassinated so he kind of just snuck in there like he wasn't really supposed to be president so he's one of those guys uh, he is such a savage he killed his typhoid flu one time by chugging so much whiskey that he got hammered to the point that he couldn't perform his senatorial duties. Now, mind you, this is back in the day where these dudes all got hammered, like, 24-7, because water was contaminated a lot. Like, it was hard to get clean water. So they drank a lot of booze. So people's alcohol tolerance was through the roof back then. So the fact this dude drank so much whiskey that it could take care of his typhoid, like, kill the disease, and actually get him super sauced up. <laughs> dude must have went through like two fifths two fifths or some shit to the face this man said fuck you typhoid yeah what kind of whiskey is that man like that's probably like the Kentucky gentleman of today oh yeah that's real deal whiskey probably made in the bathtub in the presidential golden bathtub but yeah it gets me thinking about how m much of a savage all those presidents were I heard the story once about Teddy Roosevelt getting shot in the chest while giving a speech. Finish the speech. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. It was with a 22 or something weak, but still, bro. Who gets shot and keeps going? If I got shot with a fucking paintball gun, I'd end. Yo, that shit hurts, bro. Like, I, I don't blame you. Bro, if the paintball gun got me in the shoulder, it's over. He, he was bleeding through his shirt and said, Yo, they're not gonna stop me. That was back in that bare-knuckle boxing era. He used to throw him up, like... Yeah, man, he'd invite people over his house to box with him. To the White House to box with him. Yeah, he used the N-word, and he had some problematic stuff to say about immigrants, but I fuck with him because... Big stick politics. Big stick politics. He killed big game. He fought. He believed in athletics. Like, he invested in a lot of environmental conservation efforts that help America to this day. And he invited... Uh, Frederick Douglass? No, Booker T. Washington. Sorry, wrong era. He invited Booker T. Washington into the White House. So that was a big deal. Big deal. Teddy Roosevelt. He looks funny in all the pictures. He looks like Mr. Monopoly. And the and the Nationals, like, racing presidents, mm. they make him look so funny, and he never <laughs> wins, but he's probably the most athletic out of all of them. He definitely would have won. He would have 
beat the shit out of all those dudes if he didn't win. Like Washington and Lincoln. Yeah, he would have been tripping them. Lincoln, nah. Lincoln would have been striding. Lincoln would have been striding. Definitely. He's like 6'4". Yeah, he's tall. He had like this disease, uh, they think, morphine syndrome. Really? Like where you have like longer limbs and like shit like that. Yeah. So he had that Andre the Giant? Huh? Well, I wouldn't say like... Well, he obviously wasn't that big, but... Hmm. Yeah, Andre the Giant had that glandular shit where, like, his organs wouldn't stop growing. I wonder if you can feel that. Feel yourself constantly getting bigger? Yeah. He couldn't. I don't think you can. They say he didn't figure it out until he was in his 40s. And at that point, he didn't want to get the surgery that he needed or the procedure because it would have fucked with his wrestling career. And he didn't want to miss out on any of checks. Yeah. Imagine traveling back then. They talked about it in the documentary a little bit. They said his life was like living in a dollhouse. So, like, he was basically always a giant. Like, he couldn't even piss in bathroom stalls in certain countries that he would go to. And this dude was always in foreign countries because yeah. he was wrestling on the road. So, like, they would just put out a bucket for him to piss in like an elephant. And then just pull out a curtain. That's crazy. Yeah. Imagine that, like, just how demoralizing it is. And he was traveling in the era of not this fancy-pancy private jet shit. You know what I'm saying? He was, like, on commercial airliners just taking up one row. Crazy. Seven. Listed as seven four. Probably in reality, seven one, seven two, maybe. Yeah, he probably, he probably could feel it a little bit. I mean, you remember growing pains as a kid when your shin and knees were hurt? Mm-hmm. But I'm sure he was always in pain because of wrestling. Yeah, I think he had been wrestling since he was 19. Yeah, that's true. Non-stop. He was probably always in pain. He wrestled for two years straight with, like, a broken ankle or something like that. Or, like, some ruptured something in his ankle. I mean, the dude was a true blue savage. All those wrestlers are. I think... I, I mean, Kurt Angle, like, wrestled with a broken neck. Have you seen him lately? <laughs> nah. His arm muscle is, like, gone. I don't still watch wrestling, but I'll see the clips online sometimes or on Instagram Explore because I like other combat sports, so they assume I like fake-ass wrestling, which they're not the same thing. But anyway, Kurt Angle's arm is like, he's going through, a, I forget what it's called, when your muscle starts to eat itself. Like, it's uh, like muscular dystrophy. Dystrophy, or at atrophy. His muscle Something is like atrophying. That, yeah, yeah his, mus his muscle is atrophying, that's what it is. So his arm is like gone. Like, you know, he's, he's still got the shoulders of Kurt Angle and the neck of Kurt Angle, but his arms look like yours almost. Mm. <laughs> Your face just... Mm. Mm. Hey, that's unnatural. God don't like ugly. That sucks. Yeah, man. At least minor proportionate to my body. Yeah, man. That's going through, like, a lifetime of just getting your neck fucking cranked on and, you know, competitive wrestling. But my man won a wrestling match, like, in the... Like, wasn't it in the Olympics a with Olympian. a broken neck? Like, yeah. dude, I can't even fucking, I didn't even want to play with, like, I went to basketball practice with a broke wrist one time before I had it wrapped up in a cast, and I didn't even want to finish the figure eight drill, and this man did a fucking wrestling match with a broken neck. And then decided to wrestle for a career. Yeah. Like a true blue savage. True blue savage. Those wrestlers, I mean, every single one of them could have a documentary written about them, and they all... Pass down the torch. And think about wrestling. I mean, Vince McMahon, he's the greatest promoter of all time. Agree? Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, well, 
Uh, you have to put him up there. He couldn't promote the XFL enough for that to work. That's only because the NFL existed already. Yeah, but they're trying to bring it back. And even so, people still love the XFL. In hindsight, people still love it. You seen that 30 for 30 on it? Yeah, it was hilarious. I had a coach that played in the XFL. Oh, true. Yeah, Coach Love. Shout out. Then, uh, but like Don King, man, he's a pretty good... <laughs> Didn't he promote... I don't put Don King up there because he was such a piece of shit. And Floyd Mayweather is a pretty good promoter. He promotes his own stuff. That's how he made so much money. Floyd Mayweather, top three. They're up there. I would say Floyd Mayweather might be number one because he boxes too. Like he he did his original deal, was like, nah, this isn't good enough, and then like just started promoting himself. Yeah. I mean, if we want to go that route, Kevin Hart, social media promotion. Yeah. I mean, he's basically his own media marketing machine. But in terms of but like when you're athletics, that famous, though, hmm? when you're that famous, yeah, but it's all, he got famous. It's a lot of comedians. There are a lot of funny comedians. No, I know. I'm saying he didn't get just famous off social media though, because like he had his comedy, his uh, comedy uh, central specials and stuff. Well, it was in yeah. Of course, it was a combination of factors, but his social media like drove his fan base because it was so large, and he kind of you know controlled his fan base. So, like, when he went, and he could name his price when he went to promoters and stuff. Because yeah. they didn't have to market him. They didn't have to pay for the advertisement when he came to a city. It's like, no, my shit's going to be sold out. Because I have six million followers, and two million of them are in the city. So, yeah. you know, it's like, he just had this shit on lock. Way before a lot of other comedians. So, he had to jump. And now he's at, like, whatever, 100 million followers, which is crazy. And they said that he used to walk around calling himself a mogul like back when he was getting pilots that were getting canceled like in 2003 like he's, a, he's always had the mentality that he has now because he has short man syndrome so what was he in he's in uh, Death at a Funeral Death at a Funeral hilarious yeah he was funny as fuck not. and then uh, what was it Think Like a Man Think Like a Man Think Like a Man 2 I didn't see 2 uh, Wedding uh, something The Wedding Ringer yeah that one uh, there's what? Real Husbands of Hollywood. Yeah, man. And then, like I said, the LOL Network. Jumanji. Jumanji, the thing he does with the athletes and tubs, the thing he does with he other does his, famous people. His, like, running. He'll go to cities like and that he's, he's in, and he'll, like, get people to come run with him. Yeah. And that's what, not really that hard. I mean, he's going to be in the city touring, doing work anyway. He just a part of my workout that morning. You know, just people join me. So that's, I mean, that's... But he'll, like, put it up, yeah, on, like, Instagram, and, like, a shit ton of people come out and run with him. Oh, of course, yeah. I mean, that's all part of the promotion for Nike. He had a shoe. Well, that was after the whole running thing started. When they saw when they saw how, like, popular it was, it was like, oh, let's brand this. And a lot of people bought the shoe. It was a pretty tough-looking shoe. I wanted a pair, but I was like, I can't buy the Kevin Hart's, bro. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I mean, no disrespect to Kevin Hart, but I can't be out here rocking a comedian's shoe. The white dude in Think Like a Man is hilarious. Who that? Uh, what's his real name? Like Gary something. He's a comedian. Oh, Gary Owen? Yeah. Yeah, Gary Owen's really funny. He's so funny. And that's one of those dudes that's been funny for like 20 years. Like I've been seeing Gary Owen in black movies. His stand-up is funny as shit too. His shit. I remember him on Comic View. Gary Owen's so damn funny. He might have been on Def Jam too. Yeah, he had a joke at one time. He was like, he's like, man, you know, 
you're with a white girl and you nut early, like she gets all mad. <laughs> I'm not doing this joke justice by any means, but like this story. But that's pretty much that. And then he was like, "But you're with the black." He's like, "I love black women, though." He's like, "He's like they're throwing it back. You nut early. They turn around and be like, mm, I know my puss good." Yeah. Uh, you ain't hurt. He's like, no. they make you feel so damn good about the worst thing. That's true. No, he's right. That's true. That's true. That's right. Because they know you're going to be back for round two, man. They real ones. I just or remember not. when I heard him say that shit, I started yeah. cracking up. Yeah. It's the funniest jokes have a kernel of truth, man. I listened to this Mitch Hedberg joke the other day that made me laugh so fucking hard for no reason. It was just one of those stupid jokes like he used to tell. It was like, I used to do drugs. I still do, but I used to, too. <laughs> it's all in the delivery and how he said it, but it's just, it's just, it's just hilarious, man. Yeah. He's a funny fucking dude. I wish I was funny like that. Yeah, man. I wish I could sing, too. If I could sing, I would serenade everybody. Damn, bro. That leads us to Drake. I mean, he's funny. He can sing. Would you... I don't know if he could do stand-up, bro. Drake could... Did you see him do the damn uh, award show? SNL, any award show, but that improv, comedic humor, he could do that, bro. Easily. He could definitely do that. And if he wanted to do a five-minute set at the comedy store right now and write some shit and get a couple people to help him, he could definitely do it and people would go and that shit... He would get a standing O. Blake Griffin got a standing O. Of course Drake would. Come on, man. Maybe. Maybe. Ain't, ain't no maybe to it. Because he's got that self-deprecating humor. He'll make fun of himself. It, bro, he's Jewish. Yeah, yeah. What Jew do you know that isn't funny? You're Jew. Me. Exactly. Man, you're funny. <sighs> Jews are funny. And he's half black, too. And black people are funny. So you got a black Jew? Come on. Black Jews are either funny or they're awesome, like Lenny Kravitz. Yeah, I'm trying to think of how to combine that and make it sound... Sound alright, but I can't. <laughs> can't. All I can think of is blue. <laughs> oh, the blue. Like, yeah, there's no sexy thing like that. Like, Blasian, Black Asian. Like, that's sexy. Ooh, we got a Blasian. Ooh, sounds like she's on fire. Like, she's more Galahoof. Even if you flip it, like, there's no way to do it. A jack? Like a jalac? No, it just sounds... No. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't Sounds work. like something you, you threw up. Chillax. <laughs> Fucking I chillaxed. Oh, man. But yeah, Drake versus everybody going on right now. You're not a fan of his most recent... I wouldn't say everybody, everybody. but he's just going at pushing right now. I mean, they already said him and Meek might do a song together. Now that Meek's out. No, Drake versus everybody in the sense that... That would be different. There's a lot of people that are fans of lyricists. And some people who would call Drake more of a popper. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Instead of a hip-hop artist or a rapper, he's a popper. He's a pop artist, pop rapper, pop hip-hop, pop popper, whatever you want to call him. Yeah. I mean, I just think his his diss at Pusha T, like, was good, but I think people Just the way you said good was so dismissive. It was good. Like, I'm not going to lie and say it wasn't good, but I just... I you sound know. like a female saying, I heard your little diss. <laughs> That's basically how you sound. You know no, I'm just... People slice it too, like, too much. Like, it, the the most hyped thing they've ever heard. The most hyped diss song. Get the fuck out of here. 
It was a pretty good fucking diss song. I mean, it, it's I'm not old, saying it wasn't, but to be like, oh, it's gonna end Pusha's career. Let's let's be real. No, it's not. Like you said, Pusha's career was effectively ended in 2015 when he had his last release. I mean, he's president and CEO of Good Music now, or C, whatever, president of operations, whatever. He makes sure the music gets out. He manages the artists at Good Music. That's his main baby. And he's think, 40. I just think it's funny that young, like the younger people who listen to music don't really know who Push T is. Grinding. Because somebody was like, Drake's going to end your... And your premature career, it's like... Premature? Like, what? <laughs> Bro, anybody under the age of 18 would have to be? I don't even know. How old would you have to be to have heard grinding right now? 22 at least, right? I mean, shit. Even if you heard Runaway, you know who Push T is. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, the real Push, like, the clips. You know what I'm saying? Push a T. A lot of people won't know that. What was some of that shit he did by himself when he first, when they first stopped being clips? Uh, it was a lot of shit about bathing apes, wasn't it? No, I'm talking about, uh, damn, there was a, there's a mixtape or album, hold on, I'll pull it up. Yeah, Push, he, he's always been a talented lyricist. I've never disliked Push, and I've never disrespected Push, but he's very, very, uh, we can call it you know, one track rapper. Oh, he raps about pushing. That's his name. Push a ton. Okay. It's like, that's what he raps about. It's pushing. And it's like, and that's, that's his, fine. that's his stick. If that's what you rap about, that's what you rap about. If you that's expect fine. anything different from Pusha T, then I don't know what you get your expectations from, but we don't it's clearly not from the right from place. We don't expect anything different from Pusha T, but what we also don't expect is for him to come for a legitimate top five rap. That's why. Drake oh, what was that? Hell hath no fury. I think that's what I'm talking about. Ah, uh, okay. I think I remember some of those. Let me guess. Oh six, oh seven. Uh, may, may yeah, maybe. Uh, I think I remember that. He's always been a snapper, bro. But at the end of the day, to come for a legitimate top five right now in your forties, it's just like Drake said. I'm appalled. I'm shocked. Like the audacity. The unmitigated gall <laughs> in my Stephen A. Smith voice. It was just interesting that Pusha T waited two years to make the the ghostwriting line. Like that's years ago. Everybody knows, and that's the only dig that he really had at Drake overall was the ghostwriting line, and he mentioned it twice in the same song. So I don't understand why Drake came at him so hard. Drake must have had that shit in the barrel, bro. Like, there's no way he wrote that shit that fast. Drake is a whole bully out here, bro. He is a whole bully. He's not half a bully. He's a whole bully. But it might lead me to believe maybe they're doing it for publicity to get all their album sales up. Contrived. Because it wouldn't just boost Push's sales. This could boost Drake's sales. It's going to boost Kanye's sales. Especially if you think about the name of the the freestyle, Doopy Freestyle, like or whatever, like that shit. Doopy. Doopy. That shit fucking means ghost. Is that what it means? I was wondering what the fuck it meant. What is yeah, that? it's like is that ghost patois for ghost. Patois. Patois. So it's like he's addressing the ghost writing. What's Kanye's album with with Kid Cudi? Like Kids See Ghosts. 
And he went at yay in the song. Yeah, so at the end of the day, they're all friends. They all write for each other. That's why I like 30 Hours so much on Kanye's most recent album release. The, uh... Um, Pablo. Man, Life of Pablo. The One of the main songs I like on there was 30 Hours. Now I know why. Drake wrote the shit. Makes all the sense in the world. Well, that's what Drake claims. We don't know that he wrote the whole thing. Man, he wouldn't lie. Oh, he probably didn't write the whole thing, but... The reason is how And then he trade. said, and then his line about Father Stretch My Hands, that's not something to brag about, man. That beat is hot, but that fucking, to be honest, I never thought about this until someone said it the other day, but Kanye's lyrics on that song are the worst part. <laughs> I don't even remember that song. I didn't like, listen to that album. Like, because it's like, now if I fuck this model and I and she just bleached her asshole and I get bleached on my t-shirt, then I'm going to look like an asshole? Like, uh, <laughs> what a great is, fucking line. The delivery is what fucked it up. Yeah, but the the song itself, like the beat, the, the whole song is fucking tight. And then you get Kanye's lyrics, and it's like, damn, he's talking about bleached assholes. I don't think. I don't if Drake, Drake wrote that shit, that ain't something to brag about. I don't think Drake wrote that part. But I, I feel you, though. I feel you, though. If that is the case, then that's not something to take home to mom. But he came at them so hard that it would lead me to believe you're right. This is all media contrivement. And that's the same thing I kind of thought with the Meek Mill thing when it first came out. Because Meek was dating Nicki, it was all a family event, man. It was all a family And think about it, too. Like, the same day, I'm not saying Drake can't write shit in in less than, uh, in a few hours. Because he probably can. But come on now. To go that hard, that fast, like, time to boot that fast, you probably had some of this shit ready to go. Well, they're friends. So everything that he said was things that, it, like you said, he had locked and loaded because this is information that he's had in this ba- in the bag. And he went in the bag and pulled this shit out like Santa on Christmas, boy. And I'm just, just curious. A gift for the summer. Push pride. I wonder if he's going to respond. He has to. Yeah. He's got a response ready. I saw his interview on The Breakfast Club. He said he has a response ready. And he said back-to-back was cute. Mm-mm. <laughs> You think Drake would try and do some back-to-back shit on Pusha? That was what he just did. That was some back-to-back shit. No, I'm saying, like, dropping two songs, this songs, like he oh. did. Like, that's what back-to-back was. Oh, that's why I named it that. Absolutely, but Charged Up was so weak that he had to do back-to-back. Yeah, Charged Up was weak, but so I'm saying, different. like... In this situation, What if he dubby. did pull it, though, like, try to do some shit like He's that? He's got another one ready. He definitely does. But it's just, Duppy was so good that it's not, like, a necessity. We knew after Charged Up that something else was coming, right? Because Charged Up, to me, wasn't that bad, but I think. I was just thinking about how Pusha T wrote the I'm Loving It jingle for McDonald's. Did he really? And now I want some McDonald's. (laughs) (laughs) But that's what I mean, though, man. Pusha T's been in this game a long time, getting all types of different bread. Cash out here, so... It, it wouldn't surprise me that he's capitalizing on the new form of marketing, which is trolling. He's smart. He knows how to evolve. And these kids out here trolling. Trolling, trolling, trolling. Like, getting that money trolling, man. But uh, I wanted to check out some of the um, greatest, well, not greatest, but the top album releases this summer. Oh, there's a lot. There's a lot of albums dropping this summer. Well, I reviewed some of them, so you don't have to. But there are some on here that I definitely haven't listened to in total. 
and I wanted to get your input on something that you might have heard that I don't have listed. ASAP? I've listened to some of it. What's your one to five? The stuff I listened to I've liked. The joint with FK Twigs was dope. The joint with Cuddy on it was dope. One to five. Uh, it's too early for me to do that. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, it's a long album. I need me. more than one listen. See, I haven't even listened to the whole thing. I need more than one listen before I really judge album. To me, the fact it's so long gives it, like, a four off the rip. Yeah. Because all these albums are coming out. Seven songs, six songs. Like, you can get your point across in less in an LP. So. Well, like, Push's album, Daytona was seven, seven tracks, but that shit goes fucking hard. That shit's tight. And that's not to say I haven't loved albums that are longer than seven songs, but I think it, it shows that an artist was uncertain when they got more than 15 tracks. I mean, he knew what he wanted to do, and that was just put out this this piece. like. Well, that was Kanye's. That was Kanye's idea. Oh, true. Yeah, it was Kanye's approach. He said, I think we can just get it across in seven songs, just you know, keep it clean, concise, and he was right. And that's the same thing they did with Designer's album. He's producing 35 songs over the month. Yeah, I know it. Coming out in June. I mean, he's got his album next Friday, supposed to drop. Yeah, and that's one we'll definitely have to review on the next cast. And then the Cuddy and Ye album's the Friday after that? <sighs> Just so much fire. And then I'm not Drake. a Cuddy fan, but he's had some good songs. I'm a big, I'm a big Cuddy fan. Yeah. And then Drake's album drops like later in June. Yeah, so damn, man. Damn, damn, damn. And Nas's album drops sometime in June. Damn, you already know Nas gonna have some features from my boy Davies. But Kanye pr is producing Nas's album. Is he? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So, all right. So we got ASAP. I listened to some of it. I give it a three for the shit I've listened to so far. Uh, Pusha T, I get out of five for sure, just because of the hot fire he spit on Infrared. Every beat was dope. Um. Yeah, I, I fuck with Daytona. Yeah, each song flowed into the next song. It told a story while also ending with a nice little punch at the end. It was short. It was good. It was good. I had some bangers on there I can work out to. I had a, a whole bunch of different uh, little subtle pop culture references in that uh, uh, If You Know You Know song. I went hard. I liked, I liked a lot of it. It's hard when albums only seven songs to not like all of it. <laughs> you would think so. They pick the best songs. Yeah. But that's what you want, though, because a lot of times the album has fluff. Right. Well, J. Cole's albums don't have fluff, though. It's another album that came out in the last month. What do you give it? It's pretty good. It's stars, man. One to five. <laughs> I know it's good. <laughs> uh, I say four or five. Four or five? All right. Four or five. Yeah, I'd say the same thing. It's like four or five. Just because it's cold, he wrote all of it, no features, the Kill Edward thing you mentioned on the first cast. That was hard. Um, Post Malone. Said you don't. You didn't listen to any of it? Uh, I mean, I've heard a few of the songs. Not like I go, I've actively tried to listen to it. So I'm not going to speak on it. I've actively tried to listen to it. It's just not my cup of tea. So I'm going to say two stars. I do know people that like it, though. I mean, it's, it's singing. I don't think that's hip-hop. Yeah. He's a fucking singer, so that's cool. But get the fuck out of my hip-hop subgenre, okay? So many genres kind of blend together nowadays. 
kind of back to the Drake thing. They do. Drake raps, though. He does rap, but he's also a pop artist. Just because you can do both doesn't mean that he comes out with albums that are strictly that, though, and then puts them in that category. Like, no, he's never had a strictly pop album, I'm ever, just saying. Ever. He's never had some shit where he's singing on the whole thing. Uh, there were some. There was one that, like, every song had a point where he sang at some point. Well, yeah, he sings his own hooks a lot, but in terms of, like, him being a singer on every single track, I don't know, I mean... I can't think of one. Think of one. What's an album where he came out with that every single song? All of, all of his studio release albums have been something where he's rapping on that shit and snapping. Yeah. You know? No, no, I wasn't saying that. I was no. just saying. So, yeah. Post Malone, get the fuck out of my category. Uh, Lil Baby. Yeah, I've only heard the song with Drake. That's because you're a hater. You don't fuck with South Rap? No, I just don't listen to, like... I listen to, like, what I want to listen to. It's, I try and find new shit, but unless someone really puts me on into some new shit. I'm going to tell you right now, little Baby Hard, he's getting that bag every night. Follow him on Instagram. 100 stacks a night because he's getting 20 a show and he's just... Dude's grinding and he's independent. So it's crazy. How the fuck are, are they getting features with Drake? Like, these dudes just blow up on Instagram real quick off a couple features, a couple songs. He signed with Quality Control. Yeah, like they hear you somewhere. They just hear your shit and then they reach out. And then they reach out, bro. He's got He's got a phone number. His Snapchat and an email right there, all in his bio. Just like, bro, just reach out right here. That's what you got to do, man. Like, And then he's on the bus every night, just getting to the bag. And then just, hopefully he's saving it. But Just man, throw it in the bag. That's the way to do it, man. And it's like he keeps coming out with hot shit. Usually you can just tour off one or two tracks, but he came out with an album that's pretty dope through QC. I heard, uh, yeah, I heard it was pretty good. It is, man, it is. I was working out to it. It's some good shit. Twitter seemed to like it, so. Black Twitter liked it, which is most important because they influenced the culture. Yeah. Uh, Shrimp Shrimp. Shrimp 3. That was pretty good. All of it. All three parts. Yeah, I, I like that. Those dudes, they, they, man, they some fun dudes. I would love to go to a party with them. Yeah, I think it's kind of neat how they decided to uh, to do that. Like, put out their joint album and then release it with their individuals at the same time well that, i think that was mostly for jimmy they trying to individualize jimmy because people keep saying like they need to because everybody knows sway sway do features with french sway has his own kind of swag i think it was a chance for jimmy to separate himself and be like hey bro jimmy with an x well that that and it was shrimp three so it was like yeah that why not yeah split it up in three ways that's right nine different songs but i like i liked jimmy's parts too that's what was surprising to me just because I the whole thing was good i don't think there was a song that like i had skipped no exactly that's and that's what you want and that song is uh 27 tracks long and you're right every single one of them are something that you can listen to and vibe out to yeah i'm definitely gonna be listening to on the next island i'm on but uh what else t grizz you ain't listen to t grizzly activated no, I haven't heard it. Saw her money and got activated. That's how he talks. He says, saw. <laughs> Instead of saw, he saw. Yeah. Saw her money and got activated. So, yeah, it was. It's, I like it. It's turn up. He, he has the same exact delivery on every single song. I like him, though. Yeah. I mean, he spits that real. Um, I was just boosted to find out. I didn't know there was, like, this unreleased chance of future song. 
Mm. But it was like a World Star exclusive. My friend said it finally dropped, so I was like, oh, it's called My Peak. That shit goes. Nice. All right, yeah. I don't really listen to Chance the Rapper that much, but I'll give it a listen. Uh, Playboy Carti, Die Lit. Yo, I haven't heard the whole thing, but that shit is tight. Yeah, that shit. That's what I posted on the Instagram story coming into the cast. I also like the, uh, the cover. Like, yeah. you have this goth feel on the cover. Yeah. But this, it's a surprise album, too. Like, that's dope. Yeah. Is, is he independent, too? I don't know. I don't know, man. That's a good question. I know that producer, uh, Pierre, that makes his beats is paid. Yeah. The Magnolia joint went hard. Hey, yo, Pierre. Bro, he's got so many dope beats. And a lot of Playboy's beats sound the same. It's got that video game, poppy kind of vibe, but I like it. It's like it sounds. I feel like I'm in. It feels like I'm playing Mega Man or Sonic every time I'm listening to <laughs> one of his songs. Yeah, he's pretty good. Yeah. Um, and Designer came out with something that was more for the Africans. Yeah, I didn't know uh, Designer even made music still. Yeah, nah. He he came out with an album, seven tracks long, because they on that seven track shit right now. Kanye produced it, I'm sure. Well, the, the, under the good music banner. I think the Kanye Cuddy album is supposed to have like nine or eleven. Is it? Because he put a picture, Kanye put up a picture on Twitter the other day that had the track list for that and then had like some of Pushes and his album on there. I'll pull it up, show you, because it, it was kind of interesting. But yeah, it had the full track list for it. Nah, I did not. See, I didn't even know some of these albums were coming out. That's why I have Apple Music. That's why I'm glad I have it. Because that shit keeps me up, boy. Let's me know, like, it, for one, it starts to figure out what type of music I'm into. So it starts to keep track of yeah. you know, my sense of taste or whatever. And then we'll compile playlists based on that. And, See, you know, Push's album was supposed to have eight tracks. Mm, but it's got seven. But Nas is, has, is down for seven. And then I think that's Tiana next to that. But I can't tell. It's seven. Oh, actually, Kids See Ghost is seven and Ye's is seven. So, yes. All seven. Seven across. Yeah, I mean, it's an interesting concept. Um, and like you said, it, it, I mean, you got you made an interesting point yesterday. Everybody was boycotting Kanye shit when it came out, but the shit he's producing. Right, I saw a post that was like, it's like, oh, push it, push it out and drops. Oh, Kanye said some wild shit. But you heard them beats, though, right? <laughs> bah, bah, bah. Yeah, they're all fire. It's like, in the near future, his albums are going to drop, and it's like, yeah, I, I don't even remember what happened two weeks ago. It's like, Kanye went on TMZ, what? Like, <laughs> But it's just like, I don't know, why they follow him behind? I mean, Kanye's a great producer, but I wouldn't want to be under that control. Like, no, your shit going to be seven, seven songs only. <laughs> like, come on, man. I mean, I don't think he has the full control, but... I'm sure he doesn't, but... Because he was just co he was like the co-executive producer on Push's album. But the way Pusher explained it, Kanye was in full control. If you listen to him tell the story on Breakfast Club, this nigga had to go to Utah and then go to Wyoming and pay like $15,000 for some resort that they stayed at while Kanye came up with one song. He's like, well, you know, you just got to go through Kanye's process. Like, you're basically a slave to this nigga's process. That's why I respect somebody like J. Cole who can go in the lab, do what he does, put out 14 tracks. Well, it's like Russ, that Russ. new cat. He, like, produces all his own stuff. Yes, man, I can respect that way more than, you know, and I understand, whatever, Kanye's a genius and everything, but fuck, man, 
How much lean? How much? How much lean are we gonna get this dude because he make a good track? You seen ASAP said he turned the hotel into a Yeezy complex. <laughs> that's what that's what Rocky said Kanye did when he came. No, I didn't see that, but I fuck with Rocky. Rocky's the new age Kanye. Rocky, I fuck with Ferg. All of ASAP really. Yeah. R.I.P. ASAP was didn't Yams. R.I.P. Yams. The ASAP click rocks. Rock with the mop. Hung through a lot. But in honor of all the beef going on with Drake, and I mean, even though this is mostly phony beef, you know, the real beef that has happened. Now, you're not familiar with the series Beef. You never watched Beef. I don't think so. Damn, bro, you missed out. These were like real DVD series. You used to get in barbershops in the hood. But like, I don't know, by the time 2004 came around, they were on the internet. And you could probably pull them up on YouTube right now. Uh, it would be some deep black dude's voice. It, it was almost like, you ever watch Unsolved Mysteries on Lifetime? Growing up? Probably. With that scary white dude? Like, this is an unsolved mystery. Well, that was like beef. And it would be a black dude version of that, like Ving Rhames or, you know, the black dude from Tales from the Crypt. And be that voice. and uh, Or Tales from the Hood, not Tales from the Crypt. <laughs> and um, he would be explaining these beefs between people like 50 and Ja. What happened was Wankster came out. Yeah. It all started at a party in 2002. And he would literally chronicle why the, why the song Wankster happened. And then they would kind of do like a little bit of a reenactment. And then they do interviews with people that were at the party. It was hilarious, bro. It was a real series. Oh, true. Beef. Bro, if you watch it to this day, it would be some good content on there that you could take away some, some real information. It's like an educational series. You're going to be watching shit in high school soon. Bro, it should be on Netflix right now. They need to revive beef. Mm. For real. Where's the beef? Yeah. That should be the tagline right there with the old lady from the <laughs> Wendy's commercials. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, top beefs. I mean, you gotta... Big and Pac. Because it ended in death? Jay-Z and Nas. Can we not be so morbid? Yeah, Jay-Z and Nas. Let's start with that one. Uh, who, I, I mean, somebody, somebody tried to say that Drake's diss was this day's ether. <laughs> Come on, man. For one, it doesn't have the same intention, or like, not the same intention, but it doesn't have like, it doesn't hold the same weight that ether did back then. Back then, ether was like a fucking cannonball. It was like a grenade. It was a nuclear bomb. Yeah, that's why I was saying that people were hyping it. Yeah, I uh, understand what you mean. But yeah, I don't know, Jay-Z and Nas. Jay-Z and Nas, you said that one. There's, like you said, 50 and Jaw, 50 and Game, 50 and... We can and do a separate series of just 50 beefs. Like we can 50 and everybody 50, on Earth. Yeah, we can rank top 50 beefs, literally. 50 Jaw, 50 Big, or not 50 Big, uh, 50 Jada, 50 Ross. Remember 50 Jada? That one ended real quick. Jada came out with, um, Brad ass nigga, use an animal, use a motherfucking animal, and just destroyed him. You see these something nigga, I do something to break up buds on, or some shit. Like, he just destroyed him. Oh, man. You could say, kind of, like, it wasn't real, but, like, 50 and Kanye. 50 and Kanye, that one wasn't real, but still, another beef that 50 initiated. 
because they was dropping albums on the same day. I think that was the first beef that I remember it being fake. I think that was the start of fake like media beefs. Because 50 said he was going to retire. Kanye household and that shit ain't happened. Yep. What was that, 2003, 2004? That was for uh, when graduation came out. So 2005. That was like 2005. Yeah, that's... Who else? Who else? Uh, NWA versus Cube. Yeah. That was real. I could end it in death. Yeah. I mean, there's the ones that, like, need to happen. Kendrick and Drake. That's what we need. Come on, man. Why do you want to end the culture? No, it won't end. It'll boost it. Everybody will be going, oh, shit. Like, it should be nuts. That will cause legitimate rifts again. That'll be like some East Coast, West Coast level shit, man. No, that'd be Canada against U.S. shit, man. Exactly. <laughs> that'll cause a civil war. You think Justin Trudeau wouldn't bring that up? And then, man, it's bad enough that you got the basketball teams feuding. And then LeBron goes up there and turns it into LeBronto. Like, it's bad enough that's going on with Drake on the sideline talking shit. We've got the best, the best rappers, the best, the very best. <laughs> that's what it's going to be. <laughs> We've got the very best rappers. We don't have the rappers that do that pop shit. We've got the rappers, the best rappers. There's no Nav. There's no Weekend. We've we've got no Drakes. We've got the Jaycees. We've got the Nazis. None of those immigrant rappers. <laughs> None they're all from the. They're all from here, homegrown. None of those brown boys. All right. That's what that shit will come down to. It'll be like, really? <laughs> no brown boys here. Oh man, that that'll be the day. And I'm telling you, that's what it's gonna come down to. Though. She'll be up at the presidential. Point. That's my rapper over there. You see my African American. You're African American, right? Yes. Oh, Muslim. Okay. But that's still African American. <laughs> Gucci versus Jeezy. That ended in legitimate gunshots, prison sentences, attempted murder charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 See, you got no love for the South, bro. You don't love little baby. You don't love beefs based out of the South. Son, Gucci is the man, bro. Go out. I'm go out forever. La Flair. He's LaFlair now. Cause he on Glacier Boys, bro. <laughs> Burr. <laughs> yeah. You remember when he came out with that he was the first to come out with the triple album. Talk about Ray Shrim. Great Burtan. The Burr Print. And the Burr Print 3D. Back to back to back. Fucking Gucci, man. And those all all those mixtapes had like thirteen to eighteen tracks. And they were all fire. You didn't skip shit. You didn't skip shit. Because every single one of those beats were knocking. By Zay Tizzy. Or fucking Mr. 305. Somebody was on that bitch banging with a nice bit. And maybe it was just me because I had two 12s in my trunk. And I was in college smoking a lot of weed. <laughs> Gucci, man. He's great. Soundtrack to my adolescence. Gucci and Jeezy both. Jeezy had a lot of hot tracks during that time. But it's just crazy to me that Jeezy never got in trouble for that. Because he basically shouted out on stage. If you watch the Beef series, there's a clip of Jeezy saying on stage, I got 10 stacks for anybody that can bring me Gucci's chain or some shit like that when he was in the city. And that night, 
two niggas ran up in Gucci shit with a chick that has set him up. Yeah. And um, that's how Gucci got the attempted murder charge. And I don't know if they couldn't tie those dudes directly to Jeezy or whatever, but I never heard anything of that. Mm-hmm. Shit. Gucci was the one that ended up getting in trouble. And now he's got a reality series on BET about his wedding. Oh, you know who had a good beef? Who that? Really, not really a good beef, but it's funny. Kanye and Wiz. Kanye and Wiz. Remember? Because Wiz tweeted like KK talking about Khalifa Kush. Kanye thought he was talking about Kim Kardashian. I forgot about that. That was so short-lived. And then Ye, like, numbered his tweets and, like... Freaked out. And went off and said something about his kids and shit like that, like... Yeah. And Wiz literally just commented Khalifa Kush. Yeah. (laughs) Like, calm your ass down, bro. Ain't nobody checking for Amber. (laughs) Like, nobody. 21 Savage isn't. Uh, Wiz ain't. Even though he must be, bro, he released a... Uh, this freestyle like on 420 against her like come on bro it's your baby mama get over it you see him say he want to take a UFC fight yeah, dude right he, he looks like I mean he's been Man, training shut up he weighs like 110 he could he could fight he put on weight I mean he probably weighs like 150 now I mean, he put on maybe 170 I mean he looks solid he put on some muscle mass I'm not gonna lie he looks a little bit beefy now but his training he looks alright he looks like a fucking celebrity working with a dude who he pays to train him he doesn't, man, his will kick suck. He get fucked up by anybody who's trained legitimately. And all he does is movie tie. So to go on MMA, I mean, somebody would just fucking grapple him up. All he does is train movie Well, that's all we see in post. Man, his long, lanky ass. I mean, if he did grapple, he'd be a problem because he's so lanky. But I doubt Wiz is putting in legitimate hours grappling. And just based on the combinations I've seen him throw, he looks like shit to me. <laughs> 50 Cent will fuck him up. Let's put it that way. They're not going to fight each other. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. They're not even near the same weight class. 50's probably like 220. Yeah, he can't cut. I would say he could cut down, but they would just do it at a catch weight. They would do it at a catch weight. Wiz would be at like 180 or something. Uh, dude, I don't think he's anywhere <laughs> close to that. Get the fuck out of here. That's a string bean, dude. Yeah, he'd have to beef up. Wiz is probably like 170, though, because he's tall. He's like 6'4". Yeah, I know somebody who's like 6'1", 130. Like. And he's not that skinny. Wiz is pretty beefy. Dude, pretty thin, man. He's put on weight, though. Muscle and muscle weighs more than fat. And he's pure muscle. So, I mean, he's he's probably a solid 175 out here. Let's give him 175 at 6'3". I'm going to check this wonderful thing that I have at my fingertips called the internet on my smartphone. That's not going to tell you his weight, though. Hey, you never know. The internet tells you some crazy shit. I can look at a dude like that and guess just based on watching fights and seeing him get on scales. Like, this dude Darren Till weighed in the other day at uh, 174, and he looked like death on the Yo, scale. why does shit pop up in kilograms? Like, I know what the fuck this, the conversion rate is for so kilograms to weight. 98 kilos equals 205 pounds. So, oh, what is it? Wow, I was wrong. I was very off. How many kilos does he say he is? He's 82. Yeah. So, so he's, he's like 180 pounds. Solid. Because he's 6'4". So he could fight at 180, 185. He might even be able to put on 5 or 10 pounds to get to 190. Man, get 50 to cut to 190, 200. They do it at a catch weight. Look, 50 lost all that weight to play that cancer patient. He thought he was going to win Oscar for and that shit went straight to DVD. So I don't think he wants to do that again. But he would cut weight to fuck Wiz up. 
Why would he want to fuck Wiz up? Because he can contend your beef out of anything. We're talking fifty. We just ranked the top fifty beefs. <laughs> he can what? He was fucking like recording videos of Rick Ross's ex getting fucked and doing commentary just because he's that much of an asshole. Because <laughs> fifty is fifty. Because fifty is fifty. He's like the biggest rich asshole in the world, but I would pay to see them fight. What a goon. Goon. All it would take is for 50 to say something about Amber, and then Wiz is, oh, that's my baby mama, and mm. Dana promote it right, and fuck, I would definitely stream that shit on Reddit for free. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you know what fight I want to see, like, celebrity fight? Because mm. they would definitely fight each other? Is Donald Trump and Joe Biden... Yes, I did. I think I heard uh, Joe Rogan talk about that on his podcast. Yo, I would, I would pay to watch that. Yeah, I would too, definitely. For one, Joe Biden would fuck him up. All right, let's be honest. Yeah, I would. I think so too. Trump not in the best shape. I mean, he looked like he was in great shape on the campaign trail, but I think that was mostly coke and methamphetamines. It's been proven that the president was on some, some of that uh, Dwayne Reed treatment. Dwayne Reed is a pharmacy in New York City, and he was getting some Adderall prescriptions past their due date, if you know what I'm saying. This is google a little Google this shit. What are, you, what are you looking at over there? Uh, yeah, sorry. The Shade Room just posted and said that Donda's house says Kanye West won't offer financial support even though he co-founded the non-profit for Chicago youth. And then, like, people are tweeting at Drake. Rhymefest tweeted at Drake and said, When good music sends the money they owe you, will you please help us rebuild Kanye's mother's house for the youth of Chicago? I spoke to Kanye about it, and his response was, Fuck the youth of Chicago. <laughs> is that what Drake's... This is fake. This is what Rhymefest is tweeting. And then he said, I'm asking Drake to help the part of Chicago Kanye has abandoned. Please contact Donda's house. And then he retweeted, like, a few Donda's House tweets, which are talking about how Kanye has, like, abandoned them and they released a statement and stuff. So this is just more bad publicity for Kanye? Pretty much. So he's a douchebag? It sounds like it. Well, we don't know him personally, so hard to say. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to, like, judge somebody I don't know, but... Exactly. Especially when he's going through this... Whatever he's going through. I basically just think he's going through some bad shit with the Kardashians just being involved in that family. I think he's in the sunken place. Kardashian curse? Well, the only curse is more money... More problems. It's just how you handle it. At least he's not out here taking pictures. Like, I'm I'm just waiting for him to start taking pictures like Lil Uzi Vert and Young Thug. You know, with anklets on and dresses and <laughs> women's bags laying down on the floor. Like sex in the city poses. Kanye don't even really be taking pictures like that, so I don't know. But I'm just saying, when he makes his transition. Because he's already trying to be transracial, so when is he going to make the transition to, like, you know... Where gender is no longer a thing. Because he represents everyone, right? I mean, you know what I'm saying? Uh, did, yeah, I don't know. Did you read? Did you make it through that Ta-Nehisi Coates article about Kanye? Yeah. You read the whole thing? Uh-huh. 
It's good for you, man. I read the whole thing too. A lot of people couldn't make it through it. It was uh, had to break it up into segments. Interesting to say the least. Well, it you know he he infused a lot of himself in there. You know what I'm saying? He basically told the story, but it's interesting how he compared him to Michael Jackson, and then compared him to compare Kanye to a lot of artists who go through this rise and then try to separate themselves from the very culture or the very people that made you who you are and you know almost in a sense get stolen or taken hijacked in terms of your sensibilities and shit what you trying to represent forgetting where you came from just all these different things all these different um symbols of Yo, if he really said fuck the Chicago youth, like, that's crazy. Exactly. Because this man was just talking about how Obama didn't do anything for Chicago, and now he's going to come out with the fuck the Chicago youth. Like, get the fuck out of here. Do you think he really said that? Is that proven? Like, how can we prove that he said that? Because he's going to deny it, obviously. I mean, if Donda's house put out a statement, I, I mean, the statement probably doesn't say anything about him saying fuck the Chicago youth. The statement's probably more so about him not contributing financially. But, like, I, there's probably no way to prove if he made that statement. But why would Ryan Fest say that? He's a piece, he's a piece of shit for the simple fact that he's feeding to the lowest common denominator. I just don't like that about anyone. Like when you're literally feeding into the bullshit just to sell records or to sell uh, shoes or sell your art in any way, man. Just trolling. I don't like it. I don't like it. You can blame mental health all you want, man. Take your pills then. I don't like it. See, mental health is, I mean... That's a crutch. I understand, like, that's a real thing, but a lot of people use that as an excuse. Try and use that as an excuse to cover up the real problems. It's a crutch in this situation, because a lot of people go through fame and they deal with it differently. Shit. Dave Chappelle had a breakdown. What'd he do? He went to Africa and separated himself from fame. And when J. Cole has these situations, he just goes in the lab and makes albums and then doesn't do an interview for two years. Kanye chooses to overexpose himself and I don't know. Which is kind of interesting since he did like take himself off social media and didn't even have like TVs to watch the news for so long. It's almost like he creates controversy just to sell the album and then go away. Just so he can be like, and it's like that, that article said, the real point that I took away from him is that he wants freedom from the responsibility to know things. Because T.I. was talking about like how he didn't even know a lot of the shit that's involved in the policies that he was fighting for. Bro, like, how, how are you going to be sitting here and... Like, you never heard of the travel ban? You're literally soapboxing for shit that you have no idea that you're talking about. And then, piggyback off that, we just found out that he might have said, fuck the Chicago youth, when he wanted to badmouth Obama for not doing shit for the Chicago youth. Nigga, you from Chicago. You sound a lot like Ben Carson right now. You on that Ben Carson. What you got going on, bro? <laughs> ben fucking Carson. He on that Ben Carson. Only thing he missing is an ugly white. Oh, depend what you think about Kim Kardashian. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, I don't know. That's my last thoughts on that. Did we yeah. talk about NBA? I was gonna say we got maybe two game sevens. Two game sevens. Maybe because game six in the West is tonight, but with no Chris Paul. That's gonna be that's gonna be tough. Well, there's gonna be a game seven, definitely. Probably. I mean, we can pretty much. But then Kevin Love's been ruled out for Cleveland already's game seven. But Jeff Green stepped 
up last game, though. But he is Jeff like Green going to do it again? He had, I think, 10 or 11. George Hill keeps proving, man. George Hill had 20. Keeps proving to be the guy they need. Yeah. You said that he was going to be the difference. He was the difference. Obviously, Kyle Korver had some big shots. Yep. I don't know. The difference for Boston last night and consistently these last couple games has been Marcus Smart, though. As long as they can, like, keep him out of the game, which is crazy. I mean, we're talking about shutting down Marcus Smart. And what Terry Rozier had, he hit seven threes. Yeah. He had seven threes that game. I think, you know, I think Tatum, even though he came back in the game, he's probably shook from knocking heads, so he probably was a little hesitant driving the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. But, uh, I mean, Tatum just keeps proving to be, you know, this guy that can't believe got passed up on one and two in the draft. Yeah, he's the real deal. He's the real deal. Yeah, so... I got Rockets Cavs in the finals. That's what I think too. That's been my guess for the most part since Philly got eliminated, so Man, and if it's Rockets Cavs, I'm not gonna lie, I like that matchup for the Cavs. I do. You looked at me like I was crazy. I don't know, man, like Yeah. I, mm, the Cavs don't have a big man for all that can cover Clint. Clint Capella. Tristan Thompson can run with him athletically. All you got to do is run with him and stop the alley. Clint Capella doesn't have a go-to offensive move. But he's pretty solid defender. No, he is. But they don't... What, he's like their number three guy, you know? Like, he's Yeah, he's a paint protector. But all you got to do is put Kevin Love with the five and pull him out of the paint. But, of course, Houston's going to do the same thing that every other team is trying to do, you know? Hmm. Let LeBron do LeBron things. Stop the other guys. And I think Houston can do that. Because James Harden... He won't do it. Trevor Ariza can guard. But Ariza can. P.J. Tucker. Tucker can. Gerald Green can. Hmm. Chris Paul, if he's healthy, can. That's the thing. That's the thing. I don't think Chris Paul's going to be 100% for that series. I mean, who's their backup point guard? Or will they move They'll they move Harden Gordon. to the one and put Gordon in it, too? Yeah. I mean, Harden's a pretty good one. And Gordon, but when he's on, he's on. Happens. We know what happens with Harden, though. He gets in those moments where he dribble, 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 dribble. He's going to make bad decisions with LeBron guarding him. Mm. We're talking about something that's probably not even going to happen because Golden State's going to win in Game 7 if if Chris Paul's hurt. We'll see. It's basketball. You it's never in know. Houston, too, though. Anything can happen. Anything can happen. All it would take is for Harden just finally nut the like, fuck up. Like Bill Murray could come off the bench, man, and just... Monstars. Kill it. Bro, all, all we need is for Bugs Bunny to drink his super juice. Mike's secret stuff. Man, all it takes, literally, like I said, is for Harden to nut the fuck up and come out there and drop 51 game and just say, listen, dog, I'm ready to go to the finals. I'm ready for prime time. And he's been slumping, so now's the time for him to do it. He needs to step the fuck up. He's like 0 for 20 from 3. Exactly. Chris Paul's been the one carrying them. But he'll break out that slump, man. He just needs a slump buster. He needs a slump buster. He needs a slump buster. Slump buster's a different thing for me. (laughs) Oh, I think we know both are talking about the same thing. I so think, he, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure he's got slump busters on deck. Shit. He still needs one. He needs, nah, like he needs to, like, not go his normal mold <laughs> of slump buster, you know? Uh, yeah, the, uh, we need to be his slump buster concierge. That's definitely his game. Yeah, I seen a tweet one time. Huh. It was him and, like, five girls, and it's like, damn, hard to be dropping 50s off the court, too. <laughs> 
Uh, yeah. Living it up in Houston, man. Single life. That's all I got to say for real. Yeah. I don't know anything else to talk about. I could talk about fantasy football, but it's way too early for that. Oh, my God. It's never too early for fantasy football. Because I'm in this dynasty league, and I got the first pick, and people are coming at me for it. And I'm like, ah, oh, man. Who are you going to get? Saquon? If I keep it, Saquon, yeah. You're going to get Saquon with the first pick? It's all rookies and free agents, dude. Oh. In the league. It's oh, a dynasty, dynasty league. Dynasty, dynasty. Free agents. In our league, like, oh. who aren't on teams in our league. Mm. But somebody, I'll, I'm I'm going to take Zaquan number one. I took McCaffrey number one last year. I'm going to take Zaquan. I have Mark Ingram on my team. He's suspended. Like, I got LeGarrette Blunt. He's not going to be doing much in Detroit. Mm. But, like, I need another running back. Yeah, you need Zaquan. You need Zaquan. Fair enough. There's somebody else out there, though. Somebody offered me Devontae Freeman, Jay Crowder, their third-round pick this year, their first and th- third round pick next year for my first and second round pick this year and i'm got to be like nah. jay crowder the receiver for skins he was like their top receiver last year and the year before that actually but not Devontae freeman is not bad but he splits with coleman so i don't know not familiar i didn't watch him i didn't watch nfl all year last year i fasted not a single game except the super bowl i'm i'm thinking about it this year this, you, with this new policy they got and shit. Bro, fuck the NFL. There are other sports to watch. I can watch a good fight every weekend. And the NFL got so boring and slow paced, you know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. Take a guess. I don't think Pat's going to the Super Bowl. Man, it's going to be the Steelers, Pats, or the Eagles, or the fucking Packers or somebody. There's a lot of the Rams that are on the up and up. They did Man, it. the Rams are not going to Super so, Bowl. They were the best team in the league they last not, year. They're not going to Super Bowl. And they added a lot of parts this year. Their defense okay, is nice now. When has a team ever spent a lot of money in the free so, agency and going to the Super They brought in Marcus Bowl. Peters and uh, Cape Tlaib. Because that always works. And they re-signed their, not, the top safety in the league from last year. It was on their squad. That's so smart. Uh, dude, they're going to be nice. They did the offense, too. Bro, I nice. guarantee they win Again. eight games next year. I guarantee they nah, win Nah, they're not going to fall like that. Okay. Who's their coach? Sean McVay. Who oh, yeah, Sean McVay, the youngest coach in the league who was an offensive coordinator. Come on, bro. He already proved that he's a he great coach. one season. He improved shit. I guarantee you they to went To take eight. the same team that went two and whatever to 13 and three or whatever they were. I'm just saying, having seen football for 20 years. Well, you didn't see it last year. and flow. I, yeah. <laughs> and I still predicted who was going to be in the Super Bowl other than the Eagles. I did not predict the Eagles. But I'm telling you. No, nah, the Pats shouldn't have been the Super Bowl. Jags should have won that game, but their coach I is stupid. Woulda, shoulda. It's Tom and Bill. Until somebody takes them out. It's going to be them or the Steelers or that's it. Steelers, Steelers ain't Steelers. been in a break, bro. It's going to be them or the Steelers. Yeah, but the Steelers are always right there in the cusp. And the only person that takes them out is the Pats. Nah. And then before that, it was the Colts or Peyton, wherever he was. It's never like... You know what I mean? I mean, one time we got beat by the Jags. And I say we because I was a Steelers fan for a really long time. This shit ain't like the NBA where Eastern Conference Finals gone through LeBron for 12 straight years. No, I feel you. But I'm just saying it has gone through a certain number of quarterbacks. There's a rotation to this shit. And there's a little hitch every now and again. Yeah, but, but this motherfucker's 40, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this motherfucker, just, he's, he's done, bro. I'm telling you. Man, I'm telling you. Mm. You can't take off Superman's cape. He's got to take it off himself. He's done. He showed it this year. He's done. He's done. He couldn't catch that pass, bro. 
No, man, that was bad offensive coordinating. That's why Josh McDaniel needs to get his ass out of there. Get some new blood. New blood. He's getting a little too hesitant with those calls. All right. Needs to use Gronk a little more. Up the seam. In any case, Rams ain't winning shit. They, they win winning. more than eight games. They ain't even winning that division. No, they might. They might win nine. <laughs> they might win nine. Who else going to win that division? The Seahawks? No. Yes. They lost everybody and their mother, bro. They got Russell Wilson. And Pete Carroll. Sherman's gone. It's a quarterback coach league. They got Russell Wilson and they got Pete Carroll. They didn't even finish second in that division last year. And they've year. been to Super Bowls before. Exactly. Which is why they're going to have a bounce back season. Tell nah, the team. Yeah, they, they lost they don't trust, everybody. They, they don't trust out, Pete Carroll. They cleaned out all those old fucks. And they're going to get some new blood in. They're giving Pete the keys to the draft. He's going to get back to what got. Why do you think all those players were so good? Because Pete knew how to draft. And it's going to be Rams again. 1, San Fran 2. Him. It's possible. It's possible, man. It's the league. Anything can happen. I'm just giving my opinion. And I definitely think the Rams are going to be one of those teams that did really, really well last year. And then they're going to have one of those years where they drop off. Because they try to add all this money in free agency. Chemistry is going to be thrown off. And Jared Goff ain't the answer, bro. He's not the reason they were good last year, and he's not going to progress this year. I don't think he's that good. I think he's going to progress even more this year than he did last year. Fair enough. Fair enough. But we'll see. We will. Because they play to win the game. <laughs> and that's why they play. And on that note, I'm done. Yeah, we can end it there. <laughs>